0: And welcome to the heart of the pit for another week. This is Ev. This is Eads. And um, it's quite pleasant this evening. We've got a bit of a cold front because we had a massive fucking dust storm.
1: Oh Sydney would look brutal this morning. Oh
0: man. yeah. Like, I'm looking at the <laughs> sun or slash moon, slash who knows. What, I was like, what the fucking time is this? When it I was set up at sunrise.
1: Like, I set up at sunrise this morning and the whole 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 city was just orange. I'm like, yeah, this is this is eerie. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and I thought, oh. As it progressed, I thought, oh, it was going to rain. Yep. And then I started seeing photos from, from like aerial shots of the city, and there was just this brown haze over Sydney today. So a real mm, weird yeah. kind of kind of feeling about the place.
0: I'm glad I didn't go for a run or something, because I probably would have freaking just. Be- uh, if
1: you had asthma today. Uh, feel quite-
0: <laughs> Welcome to the voice of chaos. Can you go get me a soda? was some really fucking strong beer. Actually, yeah, just beer.
1: Beer will be fine. <laughs> I just smoked thirty, 37 cigarettes, and I'm trying to get my show through. Um, but no, it looked like, yeah, Sydney was fucked today. It was not good. But we've been talking a little bit off off, off, uh, off recording about um, download. Downloads just around the corner. Yes, it is. Um, just over three weeks, I think we worked it out to be. Good news, according to the Rolling Stone today, Ozzy Osbourne is out of the ICU and recovering after an um, upper respiratory tract infection. I hope he wasn't going to turn into... Uh, uh, pneumonia, and he's going to take a couple of weeks off, and he plans to be here for the handful of dates here in Australia. So we should still get to see Osman on his farewell tour.
0: Hey, well, lucky if something like that doesn't bloody happen while he's here because that would probably oh. do him in.
1: I've been worried about it. Yeah, oh this, yeah, this,
0: when I first saw it, I'm like, is this the end sort of thing? But it's it's, it's good he's bounced second, back. And we'll, he'll second second incident
1: for medical for him in 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 six months because he had that staff infection in October yep. that postponed his last US tour. So. Good luck, Osman. man. Get well. Uh, we want to see see Crazy Train and shit before uh, before you start to uh, call it a day and just chill out and write tunes with Big Zack and yeah, you know, sit back in the uh, oh could be to fuck his house must be chaotic. Oh mate, <laughs> I'm sure the Osborne's only showed us a very tiny glimpse. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely. Oh,
1: some of the stories you read in like the Motley Crew books of them doing some fucking wild stuff in the eighties. It's it's. He's a pretty impressive man to be still around. To be fair, yeah, he um like snorting r- rows of ants and stuff, trying to fuck with the dudes from Motley Crue to see who was the most fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah the the read the uh, Nikki Six book if you want to see some real fucked up Ozzy Osbourne stories. Uh, I won't go into it because some of it involves poop and it's just fucked up. And <laughs> there <Yeah. laughs> we'll keep that off
0: the show for sure.
1: Oh yeah. This is our first tracks here tonight, man
0: Sounds like a plan Uh, We have some Lifeblood with Oscillate Mm -hmm. State of Failure with Revenge And a Gentleman's Agreement with Break Free Hit it And there we had a gentleman's agreement with Break Free, State of Failure with Revenge, and Lifeblood with Oscillate. Nice.
1: And that's something not so nice. We're about to talk about how the New South Wales government has gone on a war on all things music.
0: Exactly. A war on us, mate. A war <sighs> on
1: us. They've, they've released an um, overreactionary piece of legislation that is tar- supposed to target... Um, festivals that ha are uh, uh explicitly um, in- like entrenched drug cultures right so mm-hmm. sa- sadly we've had a number of deaths at at music fest or raves let's call them what they are right we've had a number of deaths at raves from from drug related um activities and i'm not saying they're not tragic but because of that everybody's having to suffer there's also had they've also had a number of like uh People get into trouble uh, and not, not die, but overdoses and that kind of stuff at, at these kind of events. And um, the state government listened. They were People asked for pill testing, which I don't think is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, look, pe- people going to these specific kind of events are going to take drugs. I mean, half the songs are, are, are praising that sort of shit. So it's going to happen, right? But like...
0: These people that, I mean, I guess if they only take them in there at the music festivals, but wouldn't they be taking these outside the festivals anyway?
1: Yeah, look, some people are going to test their pills, it's going to come back um, negative, like, yeah. don't take this, and they're going to take them anyway, right? Like, I just blew 50 bucks in this, I'm, fuck it, Yeah, they're in, they're in trouble. I'll pills, take the risk. They, like they, That's up to them,
0: you know? Yeah, but then the festival well, they'd have to confiscate it because otherwise the festival will be the one getting the shit because they're the ones that tested said no, nah, these ones are bad.
1: Correct. So A- and
0: then they'd probably have some poor guy that tested get shanked in the neck because the guy's just like, give me back my
1: pill. Ind- individual accountability uh, and responsibility is going out the window with this. Yeah, and they've targeted promoters. Yeah. Um, now. Even even the state government itself is confused about this legislation. So the New South Wales Blues Fe, Blues Festival, the one that runs in Byron Bay, yep, um, is a music festival. So according to the government, you can have a maximum of forty nine points before you start being classified a problem. Thirty two points for a music festival off the bat. Yep, an additional thirty two points because the Blues Festival goes for more than one day. So it's already should technically it should so even if it has like only one more point, it's already. High risk and should be paying, according to Gladys, through the nose for security presence for police and I, I don't. This is this feels like a reaction, like won't someone think of the children kind of thing? But I don't think that I, like most legislation that gets released, I think that they've gone six steps too far. there, there, there is a happy medium. Yep, there is, and and. Like the lockout laws, like the one punch laws. Although the one punch laws was a little bit different because there was a spate of attacks on innocent people, um, where it kind of went viral to punch people in the back of the head, yeah, like, like on like unprovoked. Um, somebody walking down the street, someone runs up behind them, whack, and they were, and a couple of people died, you know? yeah, and that's fucked. Yeah, right? uh, the people who were doing that were cowards, and and you know and that. Those activities, compiled with drug and like and they call that alcohol-related violence. But let's be honest. So I've been I'm, I've been fucking working real hard at the gym this year. I'm I'm back on the fitness thing, and I reckon compared to when I was doing powerlifting four years ago, five years ago, the amount of people on gear now would be two hundred percent more. I see them in okay. the gym every day, dudes on steroids, hundred percent. There's no way that that like. There's no way they can have that level of results with the with the, with the small amount of work they're doing. Yep. Um, you know they're in and out in 40 minutes. They they barely break a sweat and yet they're j j jacked. I'm like, right, okay. So you, my experience with people who are on steroids—if you are a nice guy—has it has very little impact on you. Like road rage, road rage is real, but it's only like if if you're a. It's more like if you're an asshole without steroids. It you intensifies are a that yeah massive shit cunt with steroids. So you mix that with drugs, yep, and you mix that with alcohol, and you have a toxic fucking person running around, either at your mu- at, at your at your rave slash music festival, or on the streets. And the problem yep. with the lockout laws as they are now is that you are dumping those fucking assholes on the street all at the same time, which is why they, people had problems like Newtown. Newtown was exempt from the lockout laws. People would get into taxis, who are these problematic assholes, come to Newtown, and they were punching people, like, like beating up trans, uh, trans people and, and attacking other, other residents in Newtowns who were just cool and kind of happy being weird. Yep. You know, I, I really like the venues in there. Um, but it, 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 it forced them to start employing the logout laws. Yep. And um, I think that, that, once again, a reactionary uh, action... Missed its mark, and now we're stuck with basically a dead city after after dark, like after midnight. And what seems to be we're about to new to music festivals. Same thing; those same people that I was just talking about are going to music festivals and causing grief for music festivals.
0: Yeah. Um, so you got nothing else?
1: Well, they're already <sighs> shit. People just attract shit people, like. You see photos of them on, on social media, the people who are getting in trouble at these events.
0: Well, I remember when we were coming back from Soundwave one year, and mm-hmm. it was the same day that DEF CON was
1: yep. on. Yep, 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 yep.
0: Soundwave had none, because some of some of those people that would go to DEF CON just wanted to go to a festival. They didn't give a shit what the music was. Correct. They, were, they would normally would come to Soundwave, so that Soundwave was actually quite pleasant. And we actually were approached in the train by a bunch of people that were from Defcon they're going man what fucking drugs are you guys on? Oh, fucking all this sort of shit and it's like fucking not one fucking, how the hell can you stand all that head banging shit then without all <laughs> without taking something without being off and your face like, well we love the music as yeah, simple as that your music you need it as well but yeah
1: it's, well if you, if you have a look at it right so Defcon this year sadly two deaths um 700 people sought medical assistance for drug related issues well, there you go look um, and, and that's, that's where well,
0: people taking it for the first time as well. Yeah. And
1: from memory, it was fucking hot. Yep. Um,
0: do so you gonna get dehydrated quicker when you're on
1: that stuff? I, I would presume. I'll have a look at good things. So, uh, Parramatta, Parramatta, good things had the smallest number of drug, drug offenses, um, for a music festival. Police praised them for, for being, for being like the crowds were being good. Right. Yep. Um, what'd they say from, from, they had 18, 18 detections, only 10 people were refused entry, um, and four people were removed from the event. Okay. Out of the same amount of people. So 18 out of 30,000 versus 700 people, not, not including how many people got arrested that day. Yep. Like for, for possession without getting in. That that's a real problem. And I don't know how that subculture like deals with that. Um but targeting all all music festivals is not the way to do it.
0: No, definitely not.
1: Um and the fact that the the but head, then, of, the head if, of if, our if state they don't get it right.
0: If they do just single them out, then there is gonna be outrage. Oh but oh, these guys are, but and, it's like, I guess it's like everything in this world now. There's outrage about
1: everything. They, but they need they need people who are prominent within that genre to come out and start trying to like, campaign against drug use. Yep. Uh, I remember back when I used to go, I mean, this is... F- take me back 15, 20 years, almost, fuck. I would go to the odd occasional illegal rave, like yep. back in the underground scene with, with some of my friends. Um, and... It like drug use. I, I can tell you, drug use is rampant. Yeah. Um, a lot of the songs um, were were kind of like pro pro drug use, um, and and it just seemed to be it, it explicitly a part of that culture. Yeah. And I don't know how they can separate themselves from that and just be like have a few beers and have a good time. Yeah. Um, but they, have a they, dance, have a wiggle. Go That's right. It. But if, if they want that stuff, if they want those kind of events to continue, that, that subculture is going to have to learn. Yep. Or, or, uh, or they'll go back to the underground scene. Yep. They'll start hiring out warehouses, and then there's, there's no, like, well, you might be lucky if they've got security. There's probably no, no health. Like, there would be no, no medical people there. Yep. If you have a problem and you're there with your mates and your mates aren't arseholes, aren't you might be all right. I just think that what's been proposed has gone a step too far. They need to bring it back three or four steps and have a good look at it without, without targeting everyone and how, work out how can they target drug culture in and of itself and, and maybe try and gain some ground on that. Well, the
0: pr- promoter now also has to pull out two hundred k from his pocket. It's more than that for so well, in some, more, instances. Well, in some. instances, it depends it,
1: upon how many people you've got.
0: And then goes that cost would have to then go back out under the punter, and then yes. the punter's not going to go. The, yes. I mean, numbers are already low on festivals. It's like I don't good things didn't sell out.
1: No, but that was it. Was still it's strong. Still strong,
0: yeah. But I mean, it wasn't. and was I on, wouldn't
1: be surprised if next year it is isn't a better event. Like like uh, they they had a lot of things to build on. Are they, they going to bring a lot back next right? year, definitely. Or this year, so. I think so. Okay, cool. Um, they they certainly indicated that afterwards they like surprising because we they had that spate of deaths at at EDM music festivals. Yep. Um, to see the police come out and specifically say good things was a great you know people, the, the punters there were great. Yeah, you know, the event went off really well and they were really impressed. I'd be hard pressed to think that they wouldn't be trying to replicate that again. Yeah. You know, next yep. next summer, oh, I would request that they kind of run it earlier in the year, like maybe September or something. Because fuck, it was hot. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, like that that event did was fantastic. Um, they might need more shade. That would be the, if they're going to run it in summer. That would be my only my only qualm would be people got people had to try and deal with the heat with without having any shade.
0: Well, that was, I think that was like the first sound wave I went to. That was
1: was that the one in Newtown. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking yeah, brutal. And that was brutal. <laughs> and the, and, the, and they, had, they had these hills. Yes. If you If you were standing on top of the hill, you could hear the music. If you were in a dip, you were fucked. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> everyone has their park. stepping stones because Soundwave at the end was like awesomely run, I, I would say. The,
1: sound Soundwave in the end was a world-class festival. It was just been run by an asshole. Yeah. Um, a, AJ... Uh, his organization skills were on point. There were a lot of things that people could learn from him. You know, like he was he was doing smart things, like flying his acts who were playing before six p.m. that night to the next city, so they have a good night's sleep in that city where they're playing the following day. Get up, have have some breakfast, go straight from the hotel to the festival, and have your last night headliners flying the following morning. So they're not flying overnight. You know, like those kind of things were really smart. And he would he would charter a plane and have the whole plane just full of like Soundwave artists. Yep. Um, and, and I mean, even when they had the floods, um, and they were trying to get gear down from, uh, from Northern Queensland and Parramore and, um, and the offspring had to swap. Uh, and that was the year that, um, uh, what was it, uh, garbage had to, had, had to, they, I, I, don't, I don't even think their gear got, got through the flood. I think that was stuck
0: yep, and they,
1: they weren't able to play. Um, they, the organisation on the fly, the ability for them to adapt was awesome. Yeah, um, and look, if if good things can can build, um, I like the Parramatta venue. I think that um, if there's a way they can they can erect some temporary, um, the the, like, the music was good, the, the sound was great, and the uh, if they can erect some temporary shelter, like for shade for people like scattered throughout the festival, they're on a winner. Yeah. Um, I know we've gone off topic on the legislative thing, but I really don't know what what, what there is that, that we can do. Um, Gladys doesn't look like the kind of person who goes to festivals.
0: No, definitely not.
1: When she was talking about the blues festival, and she's like, "Oh, there's no way that the that it would at, like out exceed the uh, the required um, points to be to be labelled uh, like a high risk." She probably hadn't even read the document.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: like to be fair from from the sounds of her response it looks like oh, oh no it'd definitely be underneath well wrong it's already at like 64 points without even blinking an eye because it's two days and it's a music festival when you add in that there's uh, probably 25 to 50,000 people who attend there's another know, there, yeah, that's another th- like 32 points game set that's at 90 points 96 points that's that's a tough pill to swallow yeah definitely um i <sighs> I'm not sure what I I know that that action needs to be taken. Pill testing should probably be done. Even if you said 80% of people who test their pills and get a negative pill, like a bad pill that says oh you know it's got fucking battery acid or something horrible in it. If 80% of those people throw it away or destroy it or whatever, if you offer it a destruction service that's like not going to be pressing criminal charges um fair play. Yeah. You know? Um, those people don't end up getting hospitalized, less arrests, all that sort of stuff, and they seem like a more fr- friendly bunch. If you go draconian, people will resent you and it will go underground and more people will end up just more. I, I worry that if, if you went by yourself, they'd just open the back door and dump you outside or something. Yeah. You know, like what, what level of respect do you have to have for someone when, there's, when, when you're doing it illegally? Ignorated in the back. So yeah, it's it, yeah. It, it, it is. I see that it's a tough, like a tough um, situation for the government to be in. They don't want to be seen to be endorsing drug use. At the same time, they can't. I mean, they've already done enough damage to to live music as it is. Please don't do any more.
0: Yeah, um, <sighs> we'll, we'll all be moving to Melbourne.
1: Or Queensland, like fuck me, but uh, I think we've probably said enough on this topic. But it has been
0: yeah, it's been it's, a bit of a bit of a um
1: like thirty eight thousand people have responded to um to Gladys uh, via the form of a uh, online petition. Look, if you see it there, go for it. And there's also a, a an event being organised in Sydney um, that's been getting advertised on music feeds and Junkie. Uh, it's a rally to save music festivals because this affects all of us. Yeah. Um. Even if it's a small fan, Get out and support these people
0: Definitely Now let's get into some tracks And uh, we've got This is our This is a bit of Bit of an old one here It's uh, Chris <gasps> Chris with um Chris. Spouse killer And uh, Tourette's with Kill all Fuck yes And Reliqua With Hangman
1: Hit it dude
2: Yeah. i resurrect.
0: Back, that was Hangman by Relinqua, Kill All by Tourette's, and Spouse Killer by Nidacris.
1: Hell yeah. Sorry I got a bit ranty there before, folks. It's just, fuck. We're this close to download. Don't fuck this up for us. Exactly. Don't <laughs> worry. I,
0: I've given him some Ben Spoke and to calm him down. Just yeah, a, we're getting ready a for bit. beer of the
1: week. This, this, fuck, this smells good.
0: I'm so surprised you haven't tried that
1: one. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm surprised I haven't tried this one. Let me, let me do this live on the air. Mm. It's really crisp
0: Yeah That's great Vince both do great work
1: What'd you say They were number two on cabs For a couple of years in a row uh, Number three but,
0: but I think They had what um, I think Five Of their beers Were in the top 100 Fuck So they dominated mate Absolutely dominate I, I, I haven't had one of theirs That I haven't liked
1: And my mind is blown By this Uh <laughs> can can glassing. I'll... Yeah,
0: they also make a um for the people that are gluten that want to be gluten intolerant. They actually make a gluten free ginger beer. All oh, right, and it tastes spot on.
1: Available on Uncle Dan's sometimes. Okay,
0: maybe online you could get it all the time. Yep, but yeah, um, all other we'll see. I don't think they make it all the time, so that's maybe why it's a bit harder to get. But yeah, it's that's good stuff that as well. And speaking of people that do make good beer as well, Balta released a new one Ooh. last week, yep. and that was the Hazy IPA. And I was lucky enough to get my hands on that uh, yesterday. And yep. When I put f- my first sip, I did think, what the fuck? It was like an orange bomb, and <laughs> I do not like orange not in fan. my beer. But um, about maybe three or four sips after that, it started to... Disappear out of the equation And it was More mango And passion fruit so. so I don't
1: mind I don't mind a little bit of
0: uh... A little bit But not Not over the top And Like my Most The beer I say I did and did not enjoy Was a wool shed Bloody Kettle sour Orange Which Oh that would have been pretty, pretty savage It was pretty savage It was like Fermented banter Or something <laughs> oh, like that bleh. It was just <laughs> nut. Nah.
1: Although my mate used Not to brew, really, my mate used to brew his own orange wine. Okay, yeah, um, and that wasn't shit. But you used to have to mix up with other stuff because otherwise, it'd just take your eyebrows off. Like it was, <laughs> even within the same room, you'd have to be like kind of careful. You know, I had mates who threw up, thrown up on it so many times that would, like if you cracked one within like smelling shot, they'd vomit. Like, they'd like, oh! like fuck that shit. Um, and that wasn't too bad, but that was yep. it was more like a, like a fortified wine as opposed to a beer.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess that's that's a line you can you can get to.
1: Yeah, because uh, no, and it wasn't sour. Because I imagine if you made it too tart, it'd be real in your face, and if you mix that with sour, that could be p- potentially a deadly combination. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I am. I'm gonna try sour. I'm gonna do it like live on the air next time we. uh right, next we'll week, Easy's yeah.
0: gonna try sour. Here you go. <laughs> hmm, which one will I choose? <laughs> <Some> <laughs> yeah. savage <bro>. uh, <laughs> I'll get one that's pleasant. All right. I mean, yeah,
1: I've had I've had some before that are pretty intense. Like, like my my history with sours hasn't been necessarily all that flash. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because some some brewers just don't know how to do it. This was and this was a couple of years ago, so this isn't yep. like.
0: Well, there's two techniques you can do it in the kettle. Yep. Or you can age it. Okay. The ones that are aging is definitely a lot less, and it's more natural. Where the kettle, it's um. Yeah. It's like throwing throwing the sounds in there. You're throwing the infection. It's the quickest way to do it, obviously. Yep. Because the souring technique can take up a year, two years before tri- it three gets where it really right gets to the right point. But when it gets to three, they normally have to blend it with the younger strain. Yep. It's mad science. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have more time on my hands to be able to do more of it, but oh. life's pretty busy.
1: Yeah, and look, you've been you've been pumping them out though. I've been pretty impressed.
0: Yeah, but I've I've had to slow down a bit. I mean, I've got stuff in there that I need to bottle. Yep. Um, It's a Belgian IPA. Ooh. So, see how that goes. And uh, straight up just ginger beer. I've got plenty of ginger-infused <laughs> beverages at the moment. I think I'll
3: be crazy with the ginger. but
1: That one we had last week was really good. Yeah. The apple and uh, ginger, I, I rate that. That was pretty good. Um, Gab's get on that. Ev, Ev, Ev's uh, ginger beer with infusion apple. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe call it something a bit better than I did. that just gapple, but gapple, yeah. <laughs> ginger fusion.
1: Like, oh, what's the fusion? Oh,
0: oh, there is a few that do do a ginger apple cider. Yeah, right. But so it's not more. It's not as beery as I made it. So I have had that. That wasn't too bad.
1: A mate of mine uh, went to the country bureau not that long ago. I made um, bought the bought the can uh, of passion fruit cider. Yep, that went down pretty good. Oh, so we might... Fuck, we we lit it up... Um,
0: I have one in there. Oh. Well, those ones are the green lead? Yep. passion fruit.
1: Yeah, we lit it up one, one Christmas... One um, summer afternoon, probably last year, and drank a keg of it. It was about yeah. eight of us. Fucking just, just demolished it. So good.
0: Oh, well, actually, at the country brewer, like, she did... The girl that was there, she's... Um, oh, yeah, you like doing cider of well? we're just doing a passion fruit one at the moment, and she just, like, poured a little cup of it. Like, you yep. have a stiff, like... And I, I drank it, and she's like looking at me like, "You're not supposed to fucking drink it. It's still fermenting. <laughs> like, Fuck, I fucking do it with mine all the time. Just, you you going to take
1: it." Oh, nice. you like. I mean, they. <laughs> if everyone, uh, I'm sure that, everyone that's how
0: you. It. Yeah, that's how you've got to see if you've. You
1: know. I know you're getting real serious when I come in here and there's a deep chest freezer with a with a modified thermometer, so it only turns on when it is when it, when it when it goes above a certain temperature.
0: Oh, you, oh, yeah. It's not a cheap. It's not on the. It's not on a chest, but that, that is what is on that fridge. Oh, you've modified it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah it's on a now you're getting serious because that's oh. one of the one of the blokes who I um, who I work with. Yeah, he's got a he's got a deep chest because he's got his own kegerator. Yep. And um, he he kegs them, puts them in the in the deep chest freezer, and then waits for him to. Yeah, kegging's
0: uh, the way to go. The bottling it, it does take its toll. There's a lot of cleaning, a lot of, a lot of mem- but. but you ha- you still have to do a bit of both. Yeah, you do because there's no way you can just go, especially if you want to sample it out or enter home brewing competitions or whatnot.
1: Uh, he uh, he I'm usually rocks yet. three taps. Yep, one cider, one one um, usually like his, his IPA or something, and then he'll have like something mysterious as yep. his third keg.
0: His experiments. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it could be either amazing or bad. We got we got we got plenty of litres of this stuff, so uh, just keep drinking. So we'll start on the good shit and then move to that later once we can't tell.
0: I'll have to meet this guy. He sounds like a good bloke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll have to get Gav on the podcast at some point, in and talk about beer. Yeah,
0: in the segment, oh. more than welcome. Now we're going to go a bit back again to um, what Parkway Drive used to be. We're going to go into a bit of their dead dreams. Ooh, truth corroded. Then truth corroded with um, to the carnal earth and uh, drowning Atlantis with dead weight.
1: Hit the fucking tracks. Kill the Lord.
0: There we go, that was Drowning Atlantis with Deadweight, Truth corroded with the To the carnal Earth, and some old school Parkway with Dead Dreams.
1: The best Parkway.
0: I like both Obviously. generations. I mean, it, it it's a completely different band. It is, that's true. And, yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man, everybody has their, uh, has their preferred... It's on like Metallica, we were just talking about Metallica before.
0: Well, yeah. Well, they've got Often like the four, maybe four generations of Metallica. Correct. So, well, oh, they, man. we'll even say Avenged Sevenfold. All these type of guys, they're all,
1: all over, Yeah, they do. That's true. Well, Avenged Sevenfold, their first couple of records were like all screamer kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they they kind and of progressed well, from there.
0: Well, they progressed, and then everyone's like, "Oh, fucking hell! Why the hell are you your <laughs> first ones were really good?" And it's just like. None of you fuckers were listening to us that's before true, we, that's true. Before we released, um, what is it, um, one with Beast in the Harlot and all that. Yes. Um. And Bat City. Yeah, and all that. that and it was just like, I mean, that's, I fell in love with the music with that one. And yep. I'm like, at first it was like, his vocals are a bit out there, but eventually just.
1: I like the first, I like those, I like those two records and I really liked, it, um, the one Nightmare on as well, but. A lot like that Nightmare. came after that, I didn't think like um, "How to the King" was that great. No, some of those riffs pretty much sound like Guns N' Roses and Metallica, and you're like, maybe you should just listen to, that. maybe you just listen to yourself while you're recording. Yeah, what's the one that's full on like? Um, Once like "Sad but True,"
0: "Sad but True." That's the one I was thinking <laughs> of as well.
1: It's uh, you're like, oh no, don't listen to Black while you're recording your re- while you're writing a your record. <laughs> just listen to some old school Avenged Sevenfold. Um, but yeah, those dudes are cool. I like that band. It, uh, yeah, just. Damn, it was pretty. And then they had they did that stunt where they released an album without any uh,
0: no press release any press, no, or any and press. The, yeah. Everyone was
1: just like, "Cricket's, like, yeah, maybe don't do
0: that again." Yeah, I was surprised when like, I listened to him. Like, okay, yeah,
1: I haven't even listened to that record. Okay, I'm sure it's out. I'm sure, but it's like, man, with the amount of music we like, we we get we're trying to focus on Australian stuff. It's hard to keep up with international releases. Yeah, true. So unless it's somebody who I I listen to on the regular. Um it it just seems like there's there's so much coming out.
0: So. Yeah. Well it's easier for everyone to bring it out, so
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and lots of platforms, you know. Spotify's getting better at telling me when when I've got new releases out. Yeah, Google Disney Play. Like sucks. A pop up. Um <laughs> You're right, yeah, Google Play pff, new albums out, good luck.
0: Yeah. Um Well it does eventually, I think maybe a couple of days after, but maybe not maybe not the first day. Unless I know it is a person I do follow, but
1: well, if you're following the artist on Spotify, the second you open it, it pops up and's like, new new album from Papa Roach, or new album from fucking whoever, Metallica, the Helping Hand Live Acoustic Tour, or show, I listened to that the day it came out, um, just because I got a reminder, like, oh yeah, I've got some time this afternoon, let's chuck that on the background at work. Yeah. Um, I like that recording, nice, good to hear uh, James and Lars taking the piss out of one another.
0: Nice, I'll have to give it a listen. <laughs> In the background at work.
1: Oh, it's time for some housekeeping, Ev. It.
0: it is. We've, um...
1: It's that I mean, time of the night
0: again. It is that time of the night, all day. Uh, that... I
1: think I think it's raining.
0: There you go. I,
1: like, what a fucking contrast to last week when we were just, sh- like, here in, like, Swamp Central.
0: We had two two weeks in a row of absolute <laughs> massively sweaty balls.
1: Alright, dude. Definitely
0: what... too hot for some sex and shame. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Burdo, But, um yeah jump on voice uh, v o c dot net to uh get amongst all our
1: listen to our back catalog listen to Perdo's back catalog hear him on the on the edge
0: and um all the links to all our stuff is all on there
1: how can people contact you
0: Aussie Beer Guru on um
1: on the Insta instagram and uh and twitter
0: um no i never ventured Not on, on twitter. twitter on there this it's pretty much just a photo blog really so
1: okay that's cool I'm at Edzo1 on all the socials. Hit me up. I talk shit about guitars and UFC and other shit. Um, I'm on there pretty regularly, so yeah. If you want to reach out, feel free. Um, other than that, uh, let us let, oh, hit us up on the Facebook page. Let us know where, where you're listening. Um, we're on all the all the major uh, podcast um, places to listen. And uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. What do you got on this weekend?
0: Uh, not much this weekend. Should be a pretty quiet yeah, one. me too. My work is trying to get us all to do the Cupid's Undy Run. <laughs> nice. <laughs> which I'm contemplating, but we'll wait and see.
1: Sweet. <laughs> That's fantastic. I hadn't even heard of this thing until 30 seconds ago. What is that? Is it a fun run in the It's uh, a fun like, run in your undies, yes. Nice. Nice. And you know that some people who do that will look similar to myself and probably shouldn't be doing it.
0: But it's only 2Ks. It's not even a run. You don't even start getting the sweat. <laughs> but <laughs> you are in your undies. So. Well, some people will. Oh, some people will if they've never done it before, yeah.
1: <laughs> some people will be a bit nervous too, I think, well, looking at other people in their undies, in their undies. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh... Oh man, my uh, Google search is going to look weird later.
0: <laughs> Don't they always?
1: Oh yes. All right. Well, it's been it's been real, man. We've got we got one more song.
0: We've got one more song. We've got um, Wind Waker's new one, the Stitch. Yeah. Shout and out, um,
1: sh- shout out to Will and the boys. they fucking kicking it.
0: Nice. It is a good track. And hope you have enjoyed our banter and our tunes tonight. And um, until next week. This is Ev. This is Eads. And this was the heart of the pit. And I will see you in the pit.